Hey, what's up? What's up, everybody? Coming to you with another fabulous episode of the State of the New York Knicks podcast. Episode 40. It's your boy, Slizzy. And I got my guy, Mr. Mitchell, in the building. How you doing, brother? Yeah, I'm doing good, bro. I'm doing good. Been enjoying the last week. Uh, was enjoying the finals last week as well. How about yourself? Uh, enjoyed the finals. Happy Father's Day, by the way. Happy Father's Day. A lot of lovely fathers out there. Um, Yeah, man, just enjoying the finals. Um, Enjoying Kawhi saving the NBA. <laughs> um, <laughs> destroying the narrative that you need three superstars in order to win an NBA championship. So, yeah, I, I, I was so happy for that. I was so happy for that. But in dire news, I guess the first thing we could get right into is the Lakers landed Anthony Davis. And I know there's been a lot of New York Knicks fans who wanted the Knicks to trade for Anthony Davis. I guess that notion was scratched once Kevin Durant ruptured his Achilles in the playoffs. Um, I want to know, what is your initial reaction to this trade? And... How do you feel this affects the Knicks? Yeah, um, well, my initial reaction once it, uh, you know, came on Twitter, like the full load of assets that they gave to the New Orleans Pelicans, I uh, I kind of laughed, <laughs> laughed pretty hard about it, actually, because <laughs> I, I, and I, I saw it out of desperation. Um, I mean, there, there's two ways you can look at this. Um, you can look at it as... Yeah, they they did give up a boatload. Um, some people are saying they gave up too much. I, I I think they did give up too much, but then you got to look at it from the other perspective. They've got a soon to be thirty five year old LeBron James, who's you'd still you'd still class as in his prime because the man's just a beast. Um, so they kind of had to do something, and and I think the notion that they were working on is with the amount of dysfunction that's happened there. Um, just in management we're talking about, um, let alone how many coaches, as we've discussed before, they've been through. Um, I think they had to do this. Um, I think they know that a lot of free agents aren't looking at them, um, whether that be because of they don't want to be stuck behind LeBron um, in his shadow type thing, or if it's the general consensus is that we don't want to go to a dysfunctional organisation like that. Um so, in a sense, I, they, they kind of had to do it, but in a sense, as I said, I still think they gave up a lot of picks involved in it. Um, well, to, 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 to go off where you were saying pieces, let me give you the list of first rounds they gave up. <laughs> yeah. You gave up the number four pick in the 2019 NBA draft. You give up that the Pelicans get – the 2021 pick, if it's top eight, if it's top eight. So basically, the Lakers pick is top eight protected in 2021. Otherwise, it's unprotected in 2022. You get an unprotected pick swap in 2023, an unprotected first round in 2020. The Pelicans then can deter, defer to in 2025. So that's about seven years. 
of your first yeah. rounders. Yeah. Probably going to the Pelicans. And here's my issue with the trade. LeBron James, 34 years old. Kobe Bryant, 34 years old. Dwight Howard, 26 years old. Anthony Davis, 26 years old. Granted, Anthony Davis is a far better offensive player than Dwight will ever be. Um, But the resumes (laughs) is where I always go. Dwight Howard, three-term defensive player of the year, led his team to the NBA Finals by himself. So... I, I, I pause to say the Knicks dodged a bullet. And yeah. I wonder how the media would take the Knicks trading five first-round picks along with three young players off the roster. Yeah. And and I'd just like to add, too, on to what you've said. Um, uh, when it comes to our side of things, how it affects us and that, the media talk where I've been reading that they reckon that David Griffin's looked at our players and go, oh, I'm not interested in any of them, I, I think it's a load of baloney uh, because we all know how interested they were in Mitchell Robinson and how interested they've been. They, they wanted to draft him, you know, so I, I don't believe some of the talk that's going on either about that. Um, I, I really – I mean, whether or not they had any interest in Knox is another thing, but I, I do believe they – they did have legitimate interest in in um, in Mitch, but I have this feeling that Mills and Perry didn't even bother offering Mitch. Just like Danny Ainge really didn't try his best to put Jason Tatum on the table. So I, this can be either the greatest train in Lakers history or the worst train in Lakers history. It's Two ways you got to look at this trade. And I'm glad the Knicks said, no, we're going to stand pat. We're not going to trade any of the young guys. And Mm. we're going to rebuild organically. So I hope Kevin Knox take this as disrespect. Everybody is down on him. Everybody in the league is down on him. It's crazy how... The league is down on a guy who averaged 12.8 points per game his rookie year as a teenager. Yeah. Who is one of six teenagers in the NBA to hit 100 plus threes. He had 121 threes. Who averaged 4.5 rebounds. And you go to guys like Jimmy Butler, who averaged three points, Paul George, who averaged 7.8 points, Kawhi, who averaged 7.9 points. And I just don't understand the disrespect and I just say you know that. what I wait go ahead bro I, I was just gonna say you know what I think it could be um and I again I could be wrong on this but this is just my perspective I think some media and media outlets maybe thought a bit too much of him or had a bit too higher expectations I mean he was a, he, he was a nine pick he wasn't a first pick he wasn't a second pick you know he, he was a nine pick so you know, I still first round, I still top top ten pick, but you know, again, rookie, um, and he was the youngest in the draft class too. Um, I, I just think for some reason, I don't know why they would have thought um, more or they expected more of him. Um, I when 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 we got the pick, I, I went in expecting, okay, he's the youngest kid in the draft. Um, I listened 
extensively to what his coach Calipari was saying about him, um, and that it could be, um, you know, it could be a bit of a a bit of a project, not like a long project like maybe someone like a taco might be, but um, it was going to be a project, you know, because he was still quite young, and um, you know he's still young, um, you know he's not mature, and I, I just get this sense that some around the media just. I don't know, they must have just had this totally different vision that they expected from him in his first season compared to what I was expecting, you know. Um, and and, and, and I, I still like to say the last month, he he really impressed me. He really blew me away um, with his play. And if he can continue what he was doing in the last month into this next season, um, I, I think he's going to quite a lot of people. Um, a, a lot of the a lot of the detractors and the haters out there, he's going to quiet them. Um, I've been watching his training videos. Um, most recent one, it's, it's just him working out in the gym, and you could tell his arms are bigger. He's getting bigger, um, and this is another reason why it's a must, in my opinion, that we draft RJ Barrett because he knows Kevin Knox. I think he's going to unlock Kevin Knox's full potential. I think they're going to just bounce off one another so well. I think I think he, he I think what I'm envisioning is RJ and Knox are gonna be the RJ and Zion that juke dot. That type of combination I think is going to be built because they do know one another. <coughs> yeah. I'm extremely high on that duo and I'm extremely glad that we can see this duo in the garden next season just in case if the Grizzlies don't take RJ Barrett with the second pick which I don't think they will I think they will take John Morant um well enough for the AD talk um we're gonna get oh, right man. into the Kevin Durant situation and <laughs> just the next, uh, you know get well soon Kevin Durant um Kevin Durant ruptured his Achilles as we all know and we know that Clay Thompson tore his ACL, as we all know. And you know, a lot of people are torn whether the Knicks should still sign Kevin Durant. You know, you got the Antonio McDyces of the world, Larry Johnsons, uh, Amari Stoudemire's. You know, the Knicks, same old Knicks, signing these old injured players who can't give us a productive season. But Kevin Durant is different. This is a top five NBA player in the in the league. So me, I've been 50-50 on it. I'm leaning towards. I want Kevin Durant here. Um, only because Kevin Durant, just him being here and him being around the kids and bringing the moral up for the franchise, I believe – it would be a good look for the franchise that we can finally sign somebody of his caliber. I think people would follow him to New York anyways, even though he's injured. And I think it gives us a year to play the kids, um, get them even better, for Fisdale to finally install a system, which I want him to do since last season, but he couldn't last season because, you know, that roster wasn't filled with his players. But – Ultimately, I'm on the sign KD bandwagon. So I would like to know how you feel about it. Um, how do you feel about the Knicks signing 
a guy who won't play next season and who won't be himself this second season. So yeah, um, real Kevin I've Durant been like the yourself. Season. I've been um, humming and hawing over 50-50. Um, the, I mean, the, the thing I look at that I think might go in his favour and he could bounce back like Dominic Wilkins bounced back um, is he doesn't carry a lot of weight. Um, so that that could be a benefit. Um, and, and, and just his talent alone, I mean, my God, I'd, I'd take KD on one leg. I'd take KD in a bloody wheelchair. Like, <laughs> like the, man's, the man's that good, you know, like, but I honestly, I'm thinking positively. I think because he doesn't carry so much weight for his size, um, which you'd expect him to be heavier for his size, but, you know, he, his frame is, is quite, you know, small. Um, so, yeah, I, I think he might bounce back all right. Um, even if he comes back at, say, 80 85% KD, I'll take that. You know what I mean? Like... Um, I think, I think he might bounce back better than say Kobe. I, I don't know. I just, I get a get a good feeling that, yeah, he he'll come back all right. Um, you know, I, I haven't, you know, got too much in my own head that oh yeah, he's going to bounce back better than ever like Dominic Wilkins did because realistically, he's the only person in in history that I can think of that that did do his Achilles and and came back and he was better than ever. So. Um, I'm kind of hoping that'll happen with KD. Um, again, as I said, I I think as I said, because he doesn't carry a lot of weight on his frame, that 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 could help because um, he's not a heavy got heavy set guy. So, yeah, mm. um, it's how unfortunate, man. And you hear a lot of people arguments against it, where it's like. How are you going to sign a guy who's not going to play the whole next season? Who else are you going to spend the money on? I mean, you got your Jimmy Butler's out there, your Tobias Harris out there. I don't want to spend $30 million on that. I think 80% Kevin Durant is better than anybody in the free agency class Yeah, of next year and probably the year after that. Who knows if Giannis Antetokounmpo... Uh, I- would become a free agent in 2021. So yeah, I'll, I'll just I'd, I'd say court. this. This is this um, is just what I've been thinking to last couple of days. If we were if if well, I know we're getting a meeting with Kawhi because um, as I mentioned to you, um, Chris Carter, who's uh, close, always been close with with his family and that, um, so he'd be in the know. Um, has has assured and and guaranteed that Scott Perry and Steve Mills will get a sit down with. With Kawhi, so if we get Kawhi, I'd I'd be cool on passing on Katie then, um, but yeah, it'd only it I'd only pass on KD if we were getting Kawhi. Put it that way. Hmm, that's cool. That 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 that's cool. I I would love to have Kawhi Leonard. I mean. <laughs> the guy has two finals MVPs and two different yeah. sports conferences. <laughs> so it's amazing to watch Kawhi Leonard and the way he's been so dominant. Um, the NBA draft is coming up this week, Thursday. 
I believe we should do a NBA draft special on Wednesday. Um, kind of get the people up to speed about the prospects and kind of give our own yeah. little mock draft, I guess, picks one through 14, I'd say. Um, and hopefully what I would like the Knicks to do is dr- get into the first round of this NBA draft. I don't want to go into this year's summer league with just RJ yeah. Barrett in the 55th pick. I want another I want another first round pick. I want another yeah, young wing sure. on the on yeah. this roster. Uh, I, I agree. And I, um some young wings that's in this roster. I mean that yeah, that's on this roster where you got Kevin Knox. Damian Dotson, Frank Nelikina, because I'm going to assume that they don't want to play him at point guard. What are some wings in uh, this year's drive? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, one one guy I'm going to I'm going to say straight off the bat, and yeah, you know, I'm probably, probably. you probably know I'm going to say him straight off the bat is Kevin Porter Jr. Uh, I I I want to get that kid, man. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. He, he he and and just the recent video. I'm pretty sure I shared it with yeah. you. Um how he's got to where he's got and, and what he's gone through um, kind of speaks a bit of volumes too. Um, I think he'd be a good fit on our roster. Um, he's got, he's got how, how good skills, man. Um, as you've probably seen yourself. So he, he would be another, a, a wing I'd be looking at. Um, I don't, you know, I don't think we'd we'd have a ch- another ch- like a like where we could probably get in the first round. I don't think we'd have a shot at like a DeAndre Hunter or a Jarrett Culver. But I'd have a look at a Cam Reddish even. Um, I'd also even have. Another another guy, and I know you like Cam you're Reddish. you're high on this guy is is Nasser Little Little, who's been doing well at. Uh, Pre-draft workouts. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, Nazir Little is definitely one of the guys who I'm definitely looking at. Seven foot two wingspan. I'm definitely high on him. Yes. I'm definitely high on another guy named Darius Baisley too. Um, he skipped college this past season. Six nine forward, two hundred pounds. 18 years old, I believe. He's raw. Um, that's another guy I'm looking at. I'm looking at Jalen LaQuay. Yeah, I've been well. watching it. Go on YouTube. Yeah. His nickname is Baby. Baby I've been Russell watching. I've, I've been ever since you mentioned him. Guy. I've been checking out videos. I've even seen a little bit of his, his pre-draft footage as well. Workouts. Um, yeah, he's he's something, man. Hey, um, he, he could be a real sleeper. That kid. Um. I don't know if he's going to go in the late first or even even in the early second. It, it could go either way with Lequeux. Yeah, yeah I, oh, man. Well, that's the end of the episode. Um, I'm glad that I was able to get your take on, take on everything. You know, this KD injury changes mm. everything, changes free agency. Changes the draft outlook. Um, shout out to the Lakers, man. I hope everything goes well for them. I hope it doesn't end up like the Celtics Nets trade part two. 
and I'm I'm, I'm praying for them, man. I want to see yeah. LeBron James yeah. winning. And 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 I'd say, Hopefully. you know, thinking realistically, I think they've got about a two year window now to to do that. Possibly, maybe, maybe a three year window. Um, but it's all going to come down to, as we know, is is AD's health. Like you know, LeBron's getting older. Um, I don't think they should be relying on him so much. Uh, I don't think that's fair to expect that. So AD needs to step up. AD needs to stay healthy. He needs to be a, a good, proper running mate for LeBron, take some pressure off LeBron. Um, Kuzma needs to step up too as well since they managed to keep him. Um, you know, for LeBron's sake, I'd like to see it, you know. Um, but I, I, as again, I, I think it pertains to who's going to step up and help him because um, he's not going to be able to do it any, by himself. Yes, 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 most definitely, man. I, well, me and my guy, Mr. Mitchell, we appreciate everybody that be tuning in. Appreciate the love. Appreciate the support. Everybody follow us on Twitter. State of the new Y1. That's state of the new Y1 for our Twitter account. State of the New York Knicks. Episode 40. State of the New York Knicks podcast. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Shout out.